Real quick, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Yes, it it really is pretty easy. And it's free. That's the bonus. That's why I have the app, because it's free. Uh, It also has certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I use my iPhone. It's really iPhone friendly. I know a lot of apps aren't really iPhone friendly, but this one actually is. I mean, it's pretty simple to use. Uh, Anchor will also distribute all your podcasts for you. So anywhere that has podcasts and it'll be open, Anchor will send it for you. You don't have to try to submit at different places. One click and boom, it's there. And you can, the most important, I mean, you can make money from it with your podcast. I mean, you just pump it out. And once it starts to get traction, you start making some money. It's pretty cool. And Anchor will do all that for you again. It will show you everything through the app. And it's really everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't really need a bunch of different uh, shit to try to get it going. You just download the app, hit record, uh, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I mean, Graveyard Grumbler uses it, so it must be good. All right. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Sit back, relax, turn your lights out, light some candles, and listen to some stories about nightmares, ghosts, paranormal, and shit that just can't be explained. I'm your host, the Graveyard Grumbler, and you're listening to Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. I am your host, Tina Romero Jr., a.k.a. the Graveyard Grumbler. And today I have three stories for you. The first one is titled Dancing with the Devil, and it is an encounter that my mom had when she went out on a night on the town with my dad. I was around eight years old and I I eavesdropped hearing her talk to this to one of her sisters. And I can't remember what sister it was, but I obviously wasn't supposed to be hearing this story because it was kind of fucked up. And these were this is an actual true event that my mom said that she encountered that involved one of her friends or an acquaintance. I believe it was one of her friends. So Uh, That I rewrote it based off memory, and hopefully I got it uh, somewhat accurate, if not 100% accurate, and it's everyone enjoys it. The second one I'm reading is a poem from my favorite poet, Tony Curtis, and it is called The Maiden's Collar. It is a twisted, dark, awesome poem, one of my favorites, and I will be reading that often uh, as well. It's fucking awesome and the third is a dream that i had that i decided i would like to share with everybody hopefully it creeps everybody out and makes you wonder what's in what's looming in the dark depths of the night in your own home i'm kidding no i'm not (laughs) and here we go dancing with the devil my husband and i went out on a saturday night we went to one of our favorite dance clubs called the Lucky Spot in Bakersfield, California. You know the one, the one on Anderson Highway, real popular, great dancing. Well, this story is about an encounter a friend of ours had on that Saturday night we went out. It was a normal Saturday night out. We went to the club. We met our friends, found a table, and ordered our drinks. We talked and decided it was time to go and dance. My husband and I danced, and our friends were dancing close by. When, at the corner of my eye, I noticed a strange, odd-looking man. He didn't look like a typical guy. His features were dark, slightly deformed, and he had an eerie grin. He walked oddly, almost shuffling across the dance floor. It caught my attention when he walked past people. Their moods would change. You could see a sadness come across their face. One woman began to cry when this guy walked by. 
He would just smirk, but it was a sinister smirk. He would just suck the joy out of people as he walked by. Well, we continued to talk and dance, almost forgetting about the odd guy from earlier in the night. My husband and I were dancing when I caught a whiff of an awful, rancid odor. It reeked of spoiled meat and wet, dirty animal. I became sad. My heart ached as if I just lost someone. I, I had the urge to cry. My husband had a sullen look on his face and he stopped dancing. I turned and noticed the odd man talking to our friend. I'll call her Stella. He leaned in close to her whispering. He grinned. She smiled. It seemed as if she didn't notice the odor or how sad everyone was around her. I had an unsettling feeling and asked my husband to go and dance with Stella to get her away from this guy. But as soon as I finished whispering the words, Stella looked at me and yelled, I'm going to go dance with this guy. I'll be right back. The look and grin the guy gave chilled my blood and I felt this, this emptiness, this void fill my body. Stella and this guy walked to the dance floor. Hand in hand, he walked in an inhuman way. His body contorted. It looked as if it pained him to walk. The further he was away from us, the happier I felt. When they were out of sight, the mood was light and enjoyable again. After a while, we became aware that Stella has been gone for quite some time. We went looking for her. We went outside and found Stella's husband in their car. It looked like he was sleeping. My husband opened the car door and was met with a powerful, rancid odor that reeked of spoiled meat. My husband went to our friend, but he didn't wake. He slumped toward my husband and a foamy white substance oozed out of his mouth. He was dead. After the ambulance reported that he died of a drug overdose and the police cleared the scene, my husband and I reported Stella missing. The police asked us to describe the guy she was last seen with. The odd thing is, we couldn't describe him. Not his clothes, his features, not even his hair color. Nothing. Unfortunately, we never heard or saw Stella again. We're not sure if she's alive or dead or just missing. But I would do know that this odd man was not human. He was not of this earth. So I'll leave you with this question. Would you dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? The Maiden's Collar by Tony Curtis Though the room was at the back of the building, damp, cold, out of the light, we sat in a circle like sun worshippers, each of us taking turns to read our own or other's poetry. And it wasn't that she was illiterate, it was just that the heroine still troubled her mind. Words stumbled out of her in slow motion. She loved poetry. Loved the poems of Carol Ann, Rita Ann, Paula Meehan. They know me, she'd say. After reading The Immortals, she told me that she'd had a dream, a vision, a revelation. She saw herself at 93, an old gray thing dying in its bed. She'd break the family curse. Her mother died at 31, her father 28. 
She was found a week later, hanging through an attic door. The strange thing was, she'd painted her lips, combed her hair, put on a summer dress. Then she took off her shoes and stockings as if she were stepping into a stream. The dry news tightening around the promise of 70 more years of sorrow. The Little Girl by Tina Romero I was startled awake one night to a scratching, dragging type sound. I opened my eyes to make sure I actually heard it and it wasn't coming from my dream. And there's the sound again. And that confirmed that it wasn't in my dream, but a sound coming from the loft. I heard what sounded like a little girl sobbing. I immediately figured it to be my youngest, who is 10 years old. So I jumped out of bed so I can go and comfort her. But I can't move. Not my legs or arms, a finger or toe. All I can move are my eyes. I heard my daughter scratch and let out a guttural moan. I'm freaking out knowing I can't comfort her or help her. Fuck, I can't even get out of bed. I can't move. She starts to grab the doorknob and attempt to open. I say loudly, that's it, open the door. But no words come out. The only thing working on my body are my eyes. What the fuck is happening? The door creaks open and I can see my daughter's shadow walk into my room. But she doesn't look like the same size as she should look for a 10 year old. I can hear painful cracks of her bones and she's walking slow and not in a straight line. Her crying is getting louder, but it's a laugh mixed with a mournful cry. I see her dragging one of her legs and when it drags, I can hear the scratching sound that woke me earlier. Is her leg hurt, I wondered? Why can't I fucking move, I yell in my head. I hear my daughter at the foot of my bed now, but she doesn't match the height or build of what my 10 year old should look like. Maybe it's just a dark room, I say to myself. Then she speaks, she says, she says it in a deep, sinister, low, childlike tone. Daddy, I've been looking for you. I found you, and now you'll never leave me in the dumpster again. My eyes open as wide as they can, straining to get a look at what I am. For sure, isn't my kid. She smiles with her head low and her blackened eyes piercing my soul. She moans. Now you can feel what pain really is, Daddy. She pulls out a knife out her little bag she had. I can feel her climb on the bed. I'm still frozen. I just need to move. Her bones cracking, her head making odd jolts and painful movement as she climbs up towards my chest. She laughs morbidly as she raises the knife over my face. Good night, Daddy. She angrily moans in a low but yelling tone. Down with all her might, the knife goes towards my face, but before I feel it pierce my face, I jump out of bed screaming, No! I stand next to my bed, shirt soaked from sweat. <sighs> Fuck, was it just a dream? I sigh with relief. A comforting thought that it was just a dream. 
I look at my bedroom door and it's open. Then I hear a little girl counting. One, two, three. Was it really a dream? Hopefully everybody enjoyed those stories. It was my pleasure to write and read them to everyone. I truly enjoy the horror category. It's one of my favorite of all times. If any of my listeners have any encounters or stories, dreams, anything that you would like to share to the podcast, feel free to message me at graveyardgrumbler at mail.com or you can direct message me on my IG at Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. I appreciate everyone's time and attention. Thank you very much and have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening. It's time to blow out the candle and try to get some sleep. Remember, don't go investigate when you hear noises in the dark. We know what happens. Enjoy the night, enjoy the dark, and try to get some rest. This is the Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Stories. I am your host, Graveyard Grumbler. Enjoy your night.